Mom, do it in a minute. Mom, said I'll take the garbage out in a minute. Living in your parents' basement? Or divorced and paid in child support for four kids, three of which aren't even yours. But you thought you'd be progressive and adopt them. And now your ex is making you pay because she already took everything, including your soul. Always wanted your own podcast? Well, I've got some news for you, pal. Download the Anchor.fm app. It's free and easy to use. A couple of touches of buttons, and it pretty much does all the work for you. With it uploading to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other listening platforms, your ex Karen is going to find your podcast about how much of a bee she really is in no time. And when she gets mad and wants to speak to the manager, you know that manager is you. And that's one thing she can never take away from you. Anchor.fm, why not give it a try? You can make money off of it. And by the way, Check out the B&B Sports Show podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Ben and Brian Show. We are going to go ahead and do the top 10 of the wide receiver rankings for you guys. uh, Standard PBR leagues. And uh, I'm your host, Ben. And with me is my co-host, Brian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, that's the weirdest fucking intro. But let's go ahead and cue the fucking intro. We don't have to wait for it because obviously I'll edit that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. We're gonna go ahead and kick it off, starting with number ten. And you go ahead and take it away, Brian. My number 10 pick, I'm going to be going with uh, Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. The reason why I'm going with him, and I know I'm a homer uh, for when it comes to Dolphin players, but last year I think he really uh, had a shining year, and I only look to him for him getting better this season. Um, we're going to have either Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua Tungavaloa fucking throwing the ball to him. Um, I think he's going to be definitely a lot better this season, and that's my pick. Will he break out? Because last season so. was his I first breakout season. Out. Yeah, I know. And I think he also – just because, like, with him and the um, Michael Thomas fucking going back and forth over on Twitter or whatever a few weeks ago, I think that's going to light a fire under his ass because, like, he, he was kind of known for, like, being a – unreliable player and injury prone but I think with him getting a new contract and them like having more confidence in him I think they're gonna develop a lot more plays for him plus Chan Chan Gailey coming in um that's gonna probably help him out a lot too so I think it's gonna be a different season um I don't I mean I'm not gonna say he's gonna be fucking phenomenal or whatever every single week but he'll be at least a top 10 uh, fantasy receiver um, because really we don't really have that many standouts other than um, Grant and fucking uh, Wilson. And then you got Mike Kosecki at tight end. So, I mean, it just all varies. But I think he's going to have a pretty good season this year. All right. 
so we'll go ahead and go with my number 10. And my number 10 is coming back with a vengeance, and that is A.J. Green, Cincinnati. Uh, I picked A.J. Green to be breaking the top 10. You know, we haven't heard a whole lot from him in the offseason, so it seems like he's going to stay there. Uh, he doesn't really want out. Maybe he thinks that now that they drafted Joe Burrow number one overall, there's going to be a little changing of the seasons over there. Uh, maybe it might lie to fire in his ass, because otherwise the guy's always a top ten receiver. He's always great. And just because his last year's foot – and maybe he was sitting out because they're just having a terrible year for the, you know, extended period. Because no know. sense of getting injured when you're not really gonna it's for nothing, you know. Exactly, you're not making a run for the divisional champs. You're not, you know, you're not running for the playoffs. You might as well not get injured yet. Exactly. So that's who I got number ten. Good pick. Um, so that's a. Sleeper pick, really, because not very many people are expecting a whole lot of uh, A.J. Green just because of based off of last year and him coming off an injury. Um, he, if any player can turn it around, it's definitely him. If he can stay healthy, for fuck's sakes, that kid can play. So, exactly. That's, that's a good point. It is a great sleeper pick, and that's kind of why I chose him because he's just a phenomenal receiver. He always has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. So – all right, so I'm gonna move in. Uh, move on to number nine, and uh, I'm gonna pick Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I think out of him and Jarvis Landry, I think he has the the slight edge over Jarvis. Um, Jarvis is more of a chain mover, and Odell Beckham can score you the points. So I think they're gonna use Jarvis Landry a lot more in the slot position. Well, I mean he is a slot receiver, but. Um, I think they're going to use him a lot more just for, for moving the chains. And I think Baker Mayfield's going to finally figure out how to play football this year. Uh, although I, you know, I've shot myself in the foot numerous times. I mean, they could be more of a run, run heavy team this year with, you know, having uh, hunt there now and Chubb. Uh, that's a two headed monster right there, but uh, that's running backs. But um, I honestly think that Odell Beckham Jr. This is kind of like a do or die type season. Um, I don't see him being back with the with the Browns next season if he doesn't have a good year. I think he'll end up leaving or they'll trade him or something. And if he has a shitty season this year, they'll probably trade him mid-season. I mean, you never know. So, but yeah, that's so, what I'm going to go with, man. See, the reason why I don't have Odell Beckham top 10 or Jarvis Landry, don't get me wrong, they are number one receivers on any team. They're great receivers, but the reason why I don't have them is because Baker Mayfield. I have no faith in that guy. Uh, the guy just as inconsistent as hell. Uh, he needs to bring it together before I start really kind of valuing the Browns more. You know, and, and you notice too, when, uh, when Baker started having really shitty games, they uh, they stopped putting his commercials on TV as often. <laughs> So that's kind of a nice thing. You don't have to see those damn, what are they, State Farm commercials or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking, <coughs> that was only benefit of him sucking. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with my number nine. And my number nine is also another leap, and it is Cortland Sutton from the Denver Broncos. Uh, he started 
sparking at the end of the season last season, well, towards the second half, uh, he's doing pretty well. I think him and Locke will continue uh, with their chemistry moving on to this season, uh, even with the addition of Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler. I think Cortland Sutton still will be the number one receiver there uh, throughout this year anyways. Uh, well, probably the rest could double, break out more. Was that probably double team in Jerry Judy, and he'll be open a lot more, and vice versa. So, Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. But, yeah, I think – I mean, I think Jerry Judy will end up being a, a great receiver in the long run. Uh, but for now, this year, I think I'm going to give the edge to Cortland Sutton just because he's got the experience under his belt already of a, of a year, and uh, Judy needs that. And, yeah, that's why he's number nine. So go ahead with yours. Okay. Uh, number eight, I'm going to go with Mike Evans. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's like a top five receiver because Tom Brady's coming to town, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I don't see – I think Tom Brady as his quarterback is going to be a, a lot more of a downfall for him because Brady doesn't have the arm to really get him the ball unless it's five-yard slants and then he runs after the catch or whatever. But um, I don't expect him to have a whole lot of touchdowns this year, but I think he'll at least, you know, have at least maybe five or six touchdowns this season. And – under under a thousand yards receiving, to be honest with you, but he's still, you know, better than Devonte and and OBJ. So, I see, know. I I got Evans out only because the fact that they've got Godwin, who had a breakout season last season. I mean, he was good the year before too, but phenomenal season last season. And then uh, now they're adding Gronk. I mean, I don't think Gronk's not going to be like spectacularly back into his old form. But he's still going to get more targets that's going to draw away from Mike Evans. So sure. that's why I don't have him in the top ten. Makes sense. So my number eight, I'm going to go with somebody you probably don't have in your top ten. But I am also going to go with yeah, Stefan Diggs for Buffalo. I think because of the fact that that was really the missing thing that they needed in Buffalo was a number one, a true number one receiver to put them over the hump. Uh, I mean, obviously they went to the, they're got second in the division, like, but this will take them even further, like further into the playoffs. This will, they'll excel. Uh, I, I don't have him on my list, and on the list that I was looking at online, they have him as the number 27 receiver on the fantasy board. So, I mean, I think it's nothing to do – nothing against him. It's the fact that Josh Allen cannot throw the long ball consistently. And he's a deep, deep ball receiver. So, I mean, it's just – He's going to have to work on those accuracy skills in order for him to get those numbers up. So that's the only thing that's going to be dogging on, on Diggs. So. Yeah. But I think that he's really just going to be the main target. So that's why he's going to jump up to the top 10. Or he'll be double teamed and, and they'll drop his numbers even more though. I doubt it. Cause he was kind of double teamed in Minnesota too. Anyways. 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But he had your boyfriend, Kirk Cousins, thrown to him, though. <clears throat> but they also had Adam Thielen. And Dalvin Cook had a breakout season. True. True. Next, got anything else there, Pally? No. Well, speaking of Adam Thielen, he is my number seven. Um, I think with Diggs being gone, I think that definitely uh, ramps up his numbers and his uh, total touchdowns this season. Um, yeah, they'll probably be double-teaming him a lot, but he's also going to be able to catch a lot more balls too. And he had a really good season last year too, even with Diggs there. So I think he's – well, he's obviously going to be the number one receiver, and I think he's going to have, a, you know, quite a few touchdowns this season under that that new scheme of things. So. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, so I agree with you. And my number seven is also Adam Thielen. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be better than his uh, his old uh, partner in the wide receiver of the Minnesota. Um, You know, for years straight, uh, Adam Thielen was a ball catching machine, and he was one of the top receivers for years and years. He how many? He had like. I don't even know how many multiple thousand yard seasons that guy had. It was a lot. Well, I know like when I had him on my fantasy team like three years ago, uh, I ended up winning my championship based on like the last few weeks of him playing. So like he's definitely legit. He's good. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to bring him back in the top 10. He's definitely a top 10 receiver. He's going to get more of the looks. So yes, definitely. Number seven. Okay, so number six, this is going to be kind of like a head-scratcher probably for you because he's nowhere – he's like – I think he was ranked like 25th or whatever on the fantasy boards uh, list online or whatever. But because he's got a new quarterback now coming in, um, a veteran quarterback, and a beefed-up offensive line, and he's coming back healthy, I'm going to put T.Y. Hilton at number six for the the Colts. He's always been – a clutch receiver for me, like when it comes to fantasy, like he's always gotten me decent points when it comes to PPR or whatever uh, standard league, whatever you want to run. He's always come up clutch. He's always been a decent receiver. So like in him having Bill Rivers now, that's just adding more catches to his resume. So I think I look for him to have a really good season this year under that scheme. And like I said, we both agree the Colts are going to look really tough. They're going to be very tough to, to beat this season. Yeah, I mean, T.Y. Hilton was 57th, actually, last season. Oh, wow. PPR rankings. But I do see your point. I don't have him in my top ten, but I do see your point. Uh, yeah, he does have a much better quarterback thrown at him in Phillip Rivers versus Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett ain't bad, but no, you know, no Phillip Rivers is good. Either. Yeah, Rivers is, you know, like he can, he can sling it for like, you know, a thousand yards or or whatever, five hundred yards or whatever, and and uh, and still lose the game or whatever. Five touchdowns and still lose the game, but um, a lot of that had to do with him being on the Chargers was, you know, offensive line not doing their assignments and stuff and causing like off offsides or whatever and uh, false starts or whatever and and. Uh, <clears throat> I just think that he's in a better situation now. He's got a got a really good offensive line that's going to be there to protect him. A beefed up defense and really good wide receiver. So 
I think he's they're going to have a really consistent year this year for the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I think if T.Y. has as many touchdowns as Phil Rivers has kids, that's a good season. What is he up to, 10 now? <laughs> Something like that? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty close. God damn, dude. Oh. For once, Jesus. You know, he's his own football league. something he still hasn't believed in this protection. He hasn't had it in L.A. And he don't have it on his dick. <laughs> did you, okay, so did you do your number six? No. <laughs> All right, so my number six, joke aside, I have Kenny Galladay. Uh, Kenny Galladay was in the top ten last season, and that was without Matt Stafford. And – Oh, Matty Stafford's back. I know he had a back injury. Sometimes those are hard to come back from. Uh, but I still see, I still see his production going up. He's going to face a lot, get a lot of targets out of Matty Stafford, and uh, that's why I got him sixth. I mean, it's a little bit of a drop from what he was last season, and I only kind of did it because I'm not 100% sure that Stafford's coming back in true old form. But regardless, he's probably still be really good. Do you see the Lions going more run heavy, run heavy this season, and not depending so much on Matt Stafford to sling the ball like he did a few years ago? Because with his back injury, because he, he ain't going to be able to to throw as accurately, accurately, and and you know with the same power with the back injury. Because when your back goes out, it is hard to recover. It takes years for it to recover to go back to somewhat normalcy. I could possibly see that, but because they just drafted uh, what's his face from Georgia, the running back, having a brain. No, I didn't. I, I can't remember his name. Swift, Durante well, Swift, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, yeah. Uh, and he's a decent running back. So I think, you know, they're going to probably give him the ball a lot and just run him. Hopefully he'll stay healthy and stuff. Sure go. Never I know, I didn't know if you were looking something up. So, All right, so nine number five, I'm going to go with Tyree Kill. <clears throat> a lot of – they had him projected at number four on the uh, pro football focus or whatever online. Um, I'm bumping him down to five just because he's had a lot of off-field issues over the last few years. And it just seems like you're coming off of a Super Bowl win, which, you know, was hand-wrapped, gifted to you by the by the refs. Um, and... I just don't see him having the same kind of production that he did last year. Yeah, he's fast. They're probably going to use him a lot more on on uh, special teams, which will probably end up costing him getting injured or something stupid like that, which is doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why would you use your top receiver uh, in, in that circumstance for special teams? Um, but I just think he's not going to have the, as many receptions and on the way the NFL is nowadays. I don't project him to be uh, playing a full season just because he'll probably get suspended for something stupid that he does later on this year. See, I I don't even have him in the top ten, and I know it's going to be a shocker to a lot of people. 
Like, why? He's so fast. Yes, he is fast. But they're just teams. Uh, I guess it is kind of hard to scheme against all the weapons they have with Kelsey and Hill. But I feel if they double team Hill, you know, I think his production will go down. He'll see less targets. I think the fact that they picked up Clyde the Glad, as I call him, uh, the LSU prodigy, uh, I think he's going to get a lot of touches. And I think he's going to do really good. Um, even though I don't have him on a top 10 running backs, but I could see him possibly getting up there uh, pretty close. Probably like an offensive rookie of the year candidate almost. I could – yeah, I could see him. I mean, he's he's set up. He's got – I mean, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Uh, he's got set up to a good team. Uh, they got a great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. There's no denying that. Uh, he's going to be having, uh, obviously going to be on his rookie contract for a while so they can afford to keep him around, even though they're going to end up paying old Patty Mahomes a huge chunk of change. And I foresee the Chiefs on a downward spiral because they won't be able to afford anybody else because uh, they still have to keep their defense around, right? Yeah. So that leaves me to my number five, and I have Chris Godwin from Tampa Bay. Uh, Godwin had a great year last year. He was second in the PPR rankings. I only have him drop down the fifth, also for the fact that I touched base on this earlier, why Mike Evans was out, because now that they have uh, Dronk in there, it's just going to take some targets. I mean, like I said, he's not going to be old form, great Gronk, you know. But, you know, if he catches 20 to 30 receptions, you know, that's 20 to 30 targets pulled away from Godwin, pulled away from Evans. So that's the only reason why I haven't done that. He's still a great receiver, though. Don't get me wrong. Well, I agree. Um, so I'm going to go with number four, DeAndre Hopkins. only reason why I have him at number four is because, you know, he's going from – a team that he's been with his whole entire career and a quarterback in a system that he's always followed every, you know, every season for, for the last so many seasons uh, to a, a new system. Um, it's going to be that, what is it? Air raid system or whatever down there for the Cardinals, <clears throat> different quarterback. Uh, I'm not saying Kyler Murray can't sling it and get him the ball. I just don't think he has the same type of accuracy that, um, uh, Watson has down in for the Texans or whatever. So I just think his numbers are going to fall off a little bit. Plus he got, he has Larry Fitzgerald there too. I think Larry Fitzgerald is actually going to get a lot more catches this season uh, with having uh, Hopkins there because they're going to be double teaming Hopkins. You, I mean, you have to, you're stupid if you don't. Um, so I think Larry's number is going to go up. I mean, he ain't top 10, but he, his numbers will go up this season, but uh Hopkins will still have a, a fairly decent year just because he's in a new situation. It's going to be harder for him to learn the system. So next year, if he's, you know, kind of struggled this year, I think he'll be better next year, to be honest with you. So he'll probably go to like number three or four, or three or two next season. So. Uh, my number four is Cooper Cup from the Rams. Uh, the reason why I have him four, he's usually a top 10 receiver. Um, 
but there is a huge downfall in LA on the Rams side. A uh, lot, lot of key players gone. Todd Gurley, the main one, uh, the workhorse running back is on his way out. They're going to have to rely on the passing more. Uh, they didn't. I don't think they really addressed the running back situation too well. Nope. Um, but they still have Robert Woods, who's good. But Brandon Cooks is gone. He's in Houston. Uh, so I just see the production going up much more for Cooper Cup. But the fact that the Rams are on a downfall, I dropped him. Actually, I think he was fourth last year, so I think I kept him the same. So I think I'll keep him the same. Okay. <clears throat> um, so for my number three, I'm going with Julio Jones. Um, he's always, you know, one of the top guys every single every single season. Um, he's only going to get better this year with uh, – Cooper leaving, going to the Browns. So that's going to give him a lot more uh, looks for, for Matty Ice. So I just think that that uh, Jones should have a pretty decent year. I think he's probably going to be at least a top two receiver this year in fantasy. Um, but I got him at number three just because of the, the other two that I have on my list. So Yeah, um, I got the same thing. Number three, you got Julio. Um, reason, yeah, uh, pretty much what you said. Uh, Hooper's out the door. He's gonna see more, see more targets. Uh, Julio's great. He's consistently a top receiver. Uh, very clutch. Very, uh, very tough. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I got him. I only have him third because of you know the other two that I have up above him, but. Julio is consistently, consistently a great receiver. And you cannot not have that guy, at least in your top five. If you're not, you're crazy. Oh, exactly. 100% agree with you there, man. So, you got any more with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, my number two is uh, Devontae Adams. And the reason why I have him at number two is because who else is there in, in Green Bay for, for Aaron Rodgers to throw to? Um, I think he's going to be the clutch player that, that Rodgers is going to look for this season. And I think that he'll definitely get the numbers this year and he's going to definitely get quite a few touchdowns. Um, it's going to be, you know, it'll be a different season this year. I think the Packers are going to struggle this year, to be honest with you. Um, so I just see him, you know, being pretty much their, their main target and he can catch anything that they throw towards him. So. You can't doubt him. So, see, I—I I mean, I disagree. I don't even have him in my top ten at all. Devontae Adams, yeah, he is pretty good and all, but like you said, he's the only one there. He was the only one there last year, and he was twenty-third, even with a rush thrown to him. I just don't see him making a leap. Uh, they basically yeah, have yeah, the same on the pro, offense. On the pro fantasy focus that I got this list from, um, they had him at number two. On their list too. So. Projected? Yeah. Then they're dumb. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I won't say that. Oh yeah. By the way, did your buddy that's a 49ers fan go fuck yourself, homo? <laughs> he wasn't my buddy. Come on, come on with us and fucking uh, tell us how how informative you are, moron. 
Yeah. Give us all the depth charts, buddy. Let's yeah, see if you can name everybody on that team. Top of your head when you're when you're live and not fucking looking up at a fucking computer the whole fucking time. The rest of the people watching this like, what the fuck are they talking about? Ah, we're just talking shit about this guy who's in this group that talks shit on our video. We had to address it. We can't let bad bad comments go without shit talking back because that's what we do. We shit talk. Uh, shits. Shit talk. Okay, so my number two is much, 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 much better of a number two than yours. Normally, I'd have him number one. He is can't guard Mike, Michael Thomas. Oh, he is second. Um, the reason why I have him second, really, I mean, they got Emmanuel Sanders there. Emmanuel Sanders is the number one receiver anywhere else. So he's going to draw more receptions this way. When Michael Thomas is getting double and triple team, even though he still would catch it anyways, uh, they still have Emmanuel Sanders who could just, uh, who's probably won't even be guarded because everybody's going to be on. Michael Thomas. Just kidding. It'll be funny. But yeah, so just I think Emmanuel Sanders draws away the number of targets he had. He had a huge amount of targets last season and a huge amount of receptions as he broke the record with the receptions. Uh, Michael Thomas, I always have considered him a badass receiver as do everybody else. And I just only have number two because of that. Uh, Emmanuel just takes away his uh, targets. Yeah, I have uh, for my number one is can't guard Mike Thomas myself. And I was thinking a lot about it just because over the course of the last few weeks or whatever with the whole Drew Brees freaking drama thing, whatever, like will Drew Brees start this season? Will he be like that main quarterback or are they going to continually uh, switch them out, you know, between Hill and Winston? Are they going to, like, continue to to keep pushing him in and out of the game? Because he likes to get the ball to Thomas the most out of any other receiver. So, and the other ones are pretty much, well, I don't know how Winston's going to do, but Hill is a run first, throw second type. Well, they, they switched him up more because Brees was injured for like five games. That's why yeah. Teddy Two Gloves was started. They started doing that. They started doing that um, last or two years ago before he got injured. That's why they they cycle him a little bit with yeah with Taysom Hill. But and that would suck because like I had him drafted as my as my number one quarterback and I would start him and I'd get like nine to twelve points and I'm like what the fuck and Hill would get like thirty. Because he was running touchdowns in or, or throwing touchdowns or whatever. And it's like, if I would have known that, you know, that was just – that was on my part because I didn't do the research and realize that they had a badass backup quarterback that they utilized a lot in the game. So, that was on me. That ain't anything that they did anything wrong. But that's my only thing. Like, if they leave Drew Brees in there a lot more, Michael Thomas is going to get a lot more receptions. I don't care if they do double-team him. I don't see Emmanuel Sanders taking a whole lot away from him just because it's can't guard Mike. He wants the ball, and he's that kind of player. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders might use might be used as a decoy more often than not. So that's just the reason why I have him at number one, and I think he's going to get a lot more catches this year. Okay. That, I mean, that's understandable. It's just, I mean, it's hard to argue against Mike Thomas being number one. I mean, I, I normally I would – 
But my number one is who you got down below for some odd reason. I think it's because you said he's in a new system and blah, blah, blah. But I have DeAndre Hopkins number one because it's DeAndre Hopkins. He's always a top 10 receiver. I don't care where he goes. That dude's always, yes, Kyler Murray's not as accurate as Deshaun Watson. But you just throw it in the vicinity of fucking 10 to 15 yards of DeAndre Hopkins. That dude is catching it. Well, uh, I, I 100% agree with you, but the only reason why is, like, because, like, um, Kyler Murray's, you know, uh, accuracy and his um, injury, injuryness or whatever, injury proneness, I really can't call him injury prone because he didn't make it at the end of the season. He got hurt towards the end of the season. So, um, I just, I don't know, is, if his dirt, can he, if he can hold up his durability throughout the season, then I could see them having a lot better season, but. I just don't know. Like, he's so little. I mean, he's, I mean, he stayed pretty durable. Granted, they didn't really address much of the O-line because he fucking took 28 sacks. But I think the fact that – The 49ers defense fucked him Oh, yeah, the 49ers. Yeah, they'll – They killed him last year, man. Killed but, I, I mean, I think, you know, if he just breaks away just for a couple seconds – Oh, he's getting bum rushed and just throws it in the city of DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to catch it. The fact that it is an air raid offense says that they're just going to be pass heavy, pass heavy, pass heavy. They didn't even fucking hide the fact that that's what they wanted to do. They were very vocal about it. And I think they added a great weapon to do it. Now, just because I have him number one does not mean that Arizona is going to do very well in the division only because. I'll be a homer on this one and say San Francisco's taking it. They'll uh, be third in the division. Rams are going to be last. Seattle somehow is always in the fucking conversation. No matter how depleted their team gets, they're always in the fucking conversation because Russell Wilson just keeps them alive, I guess. He's a good quarterback. I mean, I know you hate him. I, I, well, you don't really hate him. You just hate the team and the fans. But um, Russell Wilson, he's been a decent quarterback for many years. Can't, can't dog on him too much. Yeah, I can't dog. I mean, he's really genuinely a good guy on and off the field. Yeah, but I hate the fucking Seahawks. Um, it's in my blood now. Which but is yeah. because it used to always be the Cowboys were the, the team that you just couldn't stay in. You despised them. You wanted them just to be dead last every year. Oh, I still hate the Cowboys. And I still want them to be dead last. I'll always hate them too. All right, so that is our top 10 PPR rankings for receivers. Um, of course, if you guys have a different opinion, go ahead and leave them in the comments below. Uh, be sure to like and share our video. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe to our channel, uh, The Ben and Brian Show. And we will be coming at you next with the top 10 tight ends. Until next time. Peace. Peace.